in fact, we did not only have to take care of our children, we also had to take care of our sick, sick um, um, soldiers, the, the soldiers who were wounded in the war. We are taken care of by women. And also, um, we were the ones who initiated the end of the war. If, I don't know if you remember on the 6th of May, 6th or 7th of May, or thereabouts, it was the women of this country who led a revolt to, um, um, what is his name now, this man? The rebel leader's house, you know, Fodis Ankor. We are the ones who led the first revolt to his house, demonstration. We, we, we led a demonstration to his house, and he was brought out. You remember, in fact, he was naked at one point. But that, for me, was the beginning of the end of the war. We were bold enough to do that. But in spite of the, the, that bold um, effort that we had made, um, when the newly um, elected government came into being, when, when, when they formed the government, the women were relegated to the back seat. Women were not recognized at all. So we said to ourselves, if, if the war was won through the blood, sweat, and tears of women, why should we not be in the forefront? It is about time we started making our voices heard and we started fighting to have a place in governance because we feel that the, the government should be for the people, of the people, and by the people. And the definition of people is men and women. But it seems as if the men have continued to dominate the, the governance, even though we are supposed to be part of it. Okay. In fact, it was internationally suggested that we, even though our organization is known as the 50-50, but it was internationally agreed that it is better to start with um, making a, a request for 30%, um, a minimum 30% representation. So we started lobbying. We lobbied everywhere in Syria, lobbied the government, lobbied parliament, did all sorts of things, made all sorts of moves, and our voices were heard. And then it was decided that the women's, at the time, the, the female caucus in parliament should take the lead at the time. That was, it was decided that they should take the lead. But unfortunately for us, that was a time when they were running elections, and many of them were distracted. They were in the field, so they could not put a private member's bill, and that was the end of it at that time. But then we continued to lobby for it, and we managed to successfully lobby the last Constitutional Review Commission, and we got um, the late Edmund Cowan, who was the head of the Constitutional Review Commission, to include it in his revised constitution. The draft revised constitution states that it's important that women have 30% representation. In fact, I must say that the TRC, the Truth and Reconciliation Report, also recommended that. They recommended 30% representation for women and 10% for youth all over. So it, was not, it, it is not just something that we made up. We know it is our right, and we lobbied for it. And if the, revised, the, the draft revised constitution is to be looked at now, probably the law will be passed, because it is high time this law is passed. All organizations within the women's movement are fighting for 30% representation. It is not a movement by itself as such. It's a coalition. It's a network of women's organizations that have been lobbying for it. 
But we need to continue to advocate for our rightful place. We women belong. We have a right to take part in politics. We have a right to take part in all spheres of life in this country. It is high time men realized that we, have, we want to work side by side in managing Sierra Leone. We have what we can bring to management. They have what they can bring. If we work together in harmony, then there will be peace and there will be development in the country. And we hope that the men will allow us to take part. We hope there will be a level playing field. We continue to lobby for a level playing field between men and women in the electoral um, process so that we can all take our rightful places in the country. Well, all I want to say is I am appealing to my fellow women. You see, many of us make him say a lot about this, but then we fail to realize that until we have a lot more women in, um, who are card-carrying members of political parties, we will not have a big say in the political parties. When many of us penetrate the political parties and become uh, active members and also fights for us to be mainstreamed rather than being in women's wings, then we will have a voice in the political parties who have the say as far as election positions are concerned. We women, a lot of us, need to be in the electoral colleges who decide on who to nominate so that we can be in position, in a position to nominate women and put them in winnable seats. It is very important that we fight our way into these political parties and have a say. So I am appealing to my fellow women that we should all join political parties and become very, very important members of this party, not just sitting there to cook, to cook for them or to where I shall be. We want to have a say. If a man is head, a woman should be vice head. Well, I am Nimata Majeksoka. I'm the founder and first president. In fact, currently I'm being referred to as the global president of the 5050 Group of Sierra Leone. Um, the 5050 Group is a well-known organization that has been in existence since 2000, and we have been fighting for equality between men and women, especially in parliament, local council, and all parastatals and public life. And um, I have devoted my life to the 5050 Group for the past 20 years.